One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Well, let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Goodbye Honey. And before we do get into the story, I just want to give you a warning. It contains death of a parent, destruction of property, emotional abuse, and emotional manipulation. So if you do want to skip the story, please feel free to do so. Timestamps are always down in the description and along the timeline below. Thank you. And it's titled, I destroyed my fiance's dead ex-wife photos and her antique horse collection. My fiance doesn't know. So I've been keeping this for a couple of months. I, 26 female, have been with my fiancé, Ale, 27 male, for two years, but I've known him when I was a freshman in high school and he was a sophomore. He was with his deceased ex-wife, Lorraine, when they were in middle school. I always kind of had feelings for Ale, even when I was in a relationship with my ex-boyfriend from high school. We broke up, of course, but Ale has two kids, Basil, 8 male, and Birdie, 3 female. I love those kids as my own and see them as my own. He was married to his deceased ex-wife Lorraine when she was 18 and he was 19. Had their son after they got married. Sadly, Lorraine passed away from childbirth with their daughter Birdie. I comforted him when he was grieving. After a year of her passing, we got into a relationship. He's the best partner I can ever ask for and we're getting married in summer of July. Birdie sees me as a mother and Basil sees me as more as an aunt than a mum. I was always Auntie Coco but my name is Celia. Basil does have a picture of Ale and him and Lorraine when she was five months pregnant with Birdie. He does not have a picture of us together as a family. He still misses his mum. I was kind of a little jealous of Lorraine, especially during high school. Sometimes I wish I was the birth mother of Basil and Birdie. I wish I had his kids first and Ale doesn't want any more kids biologically because he told me he only wanted Lorraine to have his kids. He had a vasectomy. He told me he'd rather just adopt or I use a sperm donor, which makes me upset. I felt so insecure about all of it, thinking Lorraine in this way. All of Ale's friends knew Lorraine in and out. Since they all knew each other in middle school and had the same old friend group growing up all together, especially Ale's best friend Jordan. He adored Lorraine, so did his wife Ruth, which is Lorraine's best friend. I know them, but I am not close to them. They all talk about Lorraine from time to time, about the things they used to do. They are the godparents of Basil and Birdie, so they are around a lot. I, however, didn't know Lorraine that much, but she was nice to me. It felt fake though, so I wasn't really a big fan of her, but respected her enough. I felt kind of like I was intruding in Ale's beautiful family. I remember going through the attic and finding some of Lorraine's and Ale's belongings, with photos from middle school too before her passing. Also with Ale's old gifts that Lorraine given him to Lorraine's gifts from Ale having given her. A lot of horses that Lorraine grew up on a ranch and loved horses. Ale was keeping this for his kids to give when they were older. To treasure their mother's stuff. I also found another box filled with Lorraine's collection of old vintage and antique stuff of horses and gifts from her friends. Ale's friends and family and Ale's family. I got jealous as Ale was planning on giving this stuff of Lorraine's horse collection and gifts to Birdie. 
Ail has already given Birdie Lorraine's old stuffed zebra, and she was a young child and given Basil an old knife that belonged to Lorraine's grandfather. All I know is I wanted everything gone. When Ail took Basil and Birdie to Lorraine's parents' house for a few days, I stayed back because of work. I knew this was an opportunity to get rid of Lorraine's stuff and photos. So I took the knife and the stuffed zebra, all the photos of Lorraine in it and her antique horse collection, burned all the photos, threw her antique collection away and destroyed some, cut open all the stuffed toys of Lorraine's and letters she wrote, destroyed every single thing of hers. I felt satisfied knowing she won't be a bother and nothing to be jealous of anymore. I felt happy and not remorseful. When Ail and the kids came back, I pretended as nothing happened and was just normal. It only took a few days when they noticed. Especially Basil, he couldn't find his photo of him and his mother or the knife. He raised awareness of the disappearance of the stuff, which got Ail searching for the zebra, but couldn't have been found. We did move to a new house a few months after. Ail searched through the attic to pack stuff and noticed that only Lorraine's stuff was all gone. A collection, childhood stuff, their pictures together, letters, gifts, just everything. He searched frantically for it. He did question me as he knew about my insecurities and jealousy of Lorraine, but I told him that I would never do anything like that. He believed me, thinking he left her stuff back at the old house. Even to this day, he still doesn't know. Basil is, however, heartbroken, which got me feeling a bit sad. Lorraine's parents and friends are very sad about it, as Ail did tell his friends and everyone. His family is sad about it because they love Lorraine like a daughter. I wish they loved me like one, but I know I can't even compare to her. Ail's friends are also so sad about what happened. Everyone is sad, but they don't know a thing. Even Birdie is sad about the zebra. But that thing was old and gross, so I got her a new one. She doesn't love it like her old one, but she sleeps with it once in a while. I don't think I can ever tell Ail or anyone this, but feels good to take it off my chest. The only person I really told were my two best friends, Mandy and Holly. Mandy knows Ail, but in high school, they really weren't that close. But I still hung out and Holly didn't really like Ale that much. She only knows him because she dated his friend Maxwell in high school to college on and off. Until Maxwell got married with a kid on the way. However, Mandy and Holly have told me what I did wasn't right, but they won't tell anyone. I feel safe knowing they won't tell Ale or any of his friends and family. We covered a story, I can't remember how long ago it was, but it was some time ago where something very, very similar happened and DOP destroyed items of the ex who had passed away. And I can remember thinking back then about that story, thinking, why are you trying to compete with someone who has passed away? It ain't causing you any harm. She isn't going to affect your relationship. Only you can with what you are doing. I can only think that this relationship is gone now because one day, whether you reveal it or not, I just always feel that the truth is going to come out. And when it does... That is going to be the end. Obviously, I don't know your fiance, but that is a really horrific thing you've done. And, you know, not just to him, but the children as well. Their memories that they have of their mother has been destroyed. That's heartbreaking. But in the box already says what you did was incredibly cruel. You need to tell him now. Let him decide where he wants to go from there. That was not yours to destroy. Do know that was a horrible thing to do. Your fiance does not know who you really are. He only sees the images you give and lies. You aren't the honest, trustworthy, supportive partner he thinks you are. If you do not tell the truth now, it will be the worst choice you made. And that is a lot seeing some of the choices you already made. 
My Doctor Who says what you did is extremely cruel and traitorous. You will need to live with the face that your future husband and stepchildren will never look at you with the same light if this ever comes out. Destroying irreplaceable items like pictures and letters to try and erase memories of the wife slash mother to make him replacing her easier is a time bomb you will be living with. You'll need to live with the fact that if the two friends or their SO ever let this out say 10, 20 or 30 years from now, your family will never be the same again. Maleficent Extent says the worst part of all of this for me is that I don't personally know Ale, Basil and Birdie to tell them what a garbage human you are and what you've done to them so they can hate you properly. What you've done is horrifically cruel. I hope Holly and Mandy have enough humanity in their hearts to reveal your true wickedness. Not only have you not erased the memory of Lorraine, but you'll never measure up to the woman she was for this beautiful family. Chronically Anxious says, How do you even look at your family in the eyes knowing you're lying to their faces? If you truly loved them, you wouldn't have done what you did. It's one thing to do this in a rush of passion and jealousy and immediately come clean, but you planned it. You waited until they were gone and then lied to your husband's face. The truth always has a way of coming out and when it does, I'm not sure you'll be able to come back from it. What you did was incredibly cruel and permanent. If you and your husband ever break up, you'll have still robbed those kids of their mother's memory. You should probably look into therapy because this is not a normal way to handle a situation. Oh man, I can't get over how heartbreaking that is, especially for those children. I know everyone, but kids always get me, man. Because there's no fix in this either. The items are gone. They're destroyed. There's no coming back from it. But OP does update the post and says, Well, to update you people calling me names and how my fiancé does deserve better, you guys are right. The guilt hit me so hard. Seeing my kids all sad and devastated. Basil was so distraught about his grandfather's knife and his picture with his mum. He sometimes will break down crying because he always tells his dad and I, Mum is the prettiest lady or Mum was the kindest lady. Birdie was still sad because she thought she lost or misplaced Zipper a mother's childhood stuffed zebra. She sometimes couldn't sleep without Zipper. She would still come to sleep on me as she sees me as her mum. Ale was upset thinking he left all his memories of him and Lorraine behind and could never get them back. He's sad Birdie would never know much about her mother Lorraine or didn't have any pictures of her mother or give her the collection of antique horses. We'll never know the letters she wrote for Birdie and Basil and for Basil to never receive any of his mother's old gifts. Basil really loved his mum he did resent me sometimes, saying I'm not his mother or I will never replace her. He does say he loves me of course, just not as a mum. I tried to be a mum for him but that made him really resent me. I just feel really awful now. But I still didn't tell them for a while. However, my best friend Mandy was the one that wanted me to tell Ale for the sake of him and the kids. She grew up with a stepmother who was resentful of her. She didn't want me to go down that path. She said that it's up to Ale on what he wants to do with our relationship and that I really messed up and dug myself in a really dark, deep hole. She says if I love Ale and the kids as I say I do, that I need to tell him or she would. I never told him. I was too scared. So after weeks of not telling, Mandy came over one day when I was visiting my parents and little sister. I told Ale the whole thing, what I did and everything I destroyed. I talked so badly about Lorraine. When I came home, Mandy was there and I looked over to Ale was fuming with so much anger. I've never seen him like this before. We never had an argument before over the course of our relationship and friendship. This was the first. He scream yelled at me, how dare you do that to the love of my life and the mother of my children. I knew he wasn't over her and thought he loved me. 
I asked him if he ever did love me. He said, I did, and I wanted to marry you. Until you ruined mine and my kid's life forever. I don't anymore. We will never get that stuff back. I started crying so hard and asked Mandy why over and over. She didn't say anything. Hale was going off on me and broke up with me and told me to never get near me or the kids ever again. I told him, what about Birdie? She calls me mama. And he said, you were never her mother. Just a sick person who wanted to seem like Lorraine never existed and told me to get the hell out of his and his kid's life. After that, I left and went to stay at my best friend Holly's place. Then what I learned a few days after, Ale told everyone, his friends, his family, his best friend Jordan, Lorraine's family and friends, and her best friend Ruth. I was getting messages left and right from all of them, telling me awful things, calling me names. Ruth texted me calling me a soulless crone who took her best friend memories and life from her kids. That one real stung and got me to break down. Mandy even told me she will never look at me the same and questioned our friendship and hasn't contacted me since. A lot of our other friends dropped me, but a few are still with me. So now here I am at my best friend's place until I get back on my feet with an ex-fiance who wants to put a restraining order on me. I am harassing his family and already cause enough life damage and pain for his kids. His son Basil hates me because Ale told him. Birdie now wondering where I am probably. I don't know. His family hates me. I got along with his two older brothers and his parents. All his friends hate me and most of my friends do too. I lost my fiance and my kids over my stupid jealousy. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Which is going to come from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from Bitter Research 2372 and says, Am I the Arsehole for not wanting to give my wealthier sister the lion's share of the inheritance? Yesterday, my parents sat me, 31 male, my two brothers, 32 male, 34 male, and my sister, 41 female, down to discuss their will. My parents informed us that they want to split it five ways. My sister gets two fifths, while the three of us brothers get one fifth each. Their reasoning is that my sister sacrificed her childhood for our family, so it's only fair she gets compensated. In our childhood, my father's business partner screwed him over, so there was a period where we were broke and in debt. My parents had to work multiple jobs to keep us afloat, and my sister babysat us while our parents worked. All she had to do was feed us and keep an eye on us. We were pretty calm kids, so all we did was play games and do our homework. It probably wasn't thrilling, but not exactly a tremendous hardship. 
I complained to my parents along with my brothers that it's insane that they want to give my sister two-fifths of the inheritance over that, especially since she's financially the best out of all of us. She doesn't have any kids and a dual income with her partner. My parents said they're disappointed in us and said we need to reflect on ourselves. My sister didn't say shit while my parents spoke, but texted us afterwards that she had zero intention of taking two-fifths, but we were all assholes. Am I the asshole for feeling like the split is unfair? Now, you're going to be the asshole to me in this situation. You're not entitled to any inheritance to begin with, but downplaying what your sister, as you said, sacrificed her childhood for your family, saying that, you know, she basically didn't do much. You were calm kids and all you did is play games and do your homework and saying it wasn't exactly a tremendous hardship. You know, your sister cared for you at her expense whilst she was a teenager you don't show any appreciation for that you don't show any love towards that just no she doesn't deserve it it wasn't that hard on her holy shit but swimming critical says you're the asshole even if she just stayed at home while you were there she didn't have a teenage freedom and she made sacrifices and took responsibilities it doesn't matter how affluent she is now your parents are trying to pay her back for what they couldn't pay her then helpful hour says you're the asshole not many parents are willing to acknowledge that they parentified a child your sister sacrificed her teenage years to help your parents take care of you. There may not have been any inheritance at all for you to quibble over, if not for her unpaid labor back then. Big Doug Dog Dunn says, and replies that and says to put a finer point on it, the sister didn't sacrifice her childhood. The parents stole her childhood. A child did not volunteer to watch her three brothers. How many years was the sister babysitting to make the parents feel guilty enough to leave her a whole extra share? How old was she when it started? And OP, don't for a minute downplay what your sister did. That alone makes you an ungrateful asshole. I don't condone or excuse the parentification, but it was because of your sister that you had food on the table and your parents were able to get back on their feet. You want to reap the benefits of your parents' hard work and success without thought to how they got there. Maybe she would have also liked playing games too instead of watching you. Maybe she would have liked going out to her friends and spending time with them instead of three little brothers. Maybe she had enough of watching children for a lifetime and that's why she's child-free. Your entitled attitude is pretty gross. Sunny Hill says, yep, you're the asshole. First of all, you are not entitled to any of your parents' money. They could have left it to a cat shelter and that would have been fine. Second, yes, she did in fact make a huge sacrifice by basically becoming a third parent and babysitting you all the time. All the time you've spent playing. She could have been out with her friends, enjoying her childhood, and instead, she was making sure her siblings were fed and out of trouble. You are terribly entitled. And now, I think we're just going to leave that one there because the comments are pretty much all the same. But what do you guys make of this situation? Maybe you have a different opinion. Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's have another story. And our next story comes from Marching or Not who says, am I the asshole for buying an e-bike to keep up with my fiance? <laughs> I, 25 female, have been dating my fiance, 26 male, for about three years now. He's great, we're good together, and I'm excited to marry him. He really enjoys biking hills and long distances. I'm into keeping fit, but I'm mostly a jump rope, swim, and walking kind of girl. And I'm not super into doing difficult exercise with company. I prefer to push myself and answer to myself and be with my own thoughts when it's rough. My fiancé is more extroverted than I am and knows to let me have time to myself but really wanted to share biking with me because he spends a long time on his rides and would prefer to have someone to do it with and talk to. One of his biking buddies moved away and he 
He asked me if I wanted to bike with him. I thought it would be nice to hang out for a while and said I would try it, but it ended up being really hard and I was not in the proper shape to do the loop he wanted. He kept telling me to change my gears and tried to teach me, which could have been sweet but was mostly annoying because you can't teach muscles and breath capacity when it doesn't exist yet. We tried a couple more times but both of us got increasingly frustrated because I couldn't keep up and wasn't having a good time and he wanted me to be having a good time and keeping up with him. I decided to buy an e-bike so he could have company and I could do exercise I like at other times and when it came I was excited to use it and we went on a ride. I thought it was great because I could do the right speed and keep a conversation but now he's upset because he feels like I don't respect this sport and I'm not trying to get better at it and he finds it demoralizing that he's pushing up a hill and I'm just gliding up with no effort. <laughs> we had a fight about it and he feels like I shouldn't have bought a bike and if I really hated doing it that much, I should have just said something. But I felt like I could afford the e-bike and I like hanging out with him and I don't understand the problem. Am I the asshole? Edits. We do a lot of things I like together as well, like watch the shows I love and go on night walks together, which are my favorite. I know this really didn't show the whole relationship, but we are definitely in love and this was not some weird attempt for him to change my body. Also, we had a better talk once both of us felt better and were not immediately feeling hurt. On TLDR, he likes having someone to be able to talk about challenging parts of the ride and check progress with, which I think is just not going to be my role, given that I like biking fine, but don't love it the way he does. We decided to enjoy chill street biking together on weekends to go to places we like in the city. That he's going to find more serious bikers to do his 10 plus mile hill bikes with. Thanks to everyone who weighed in. Now, apologize for chuckling midway when they said, you know, she's gliding up the hill with no effort. That just gave me a funny, vivid image of, you know, this guy really struggling to get this hill and her just like, wee! <laughs> and it just sounded like a situation you can't win. You know, he doesn't like going slower yet you couldn't because you hadn't had the breath capacity or, you know, you haven't trained for it. So you can't keep up at the moment. I thought you came up with a great compromise, an e-bike, so at least you can keep up and talk and enjoy the ride with him. And that wasn't good enough either. And boyfriend was talking about respecting the sport. I'm not sure what it's like for cycling groups. Never been part of one before, but I know of a running group. That my, one of my friends is a long time runner. He can run absolute miles and miles, do a marathon easily. And he helps run a running group that's got bigger and bigger over time. And, you know, their attitude is they always look after the runners and they run at the average pace of everyone to keep everyone together because that's what it's all about. Again, I don't know if that's for cycling or not, but it seems like a decent way to go about it, right? You want these people with you, show a little respect towards them as well. But National Jury says, not the arsehole. I think it shows good compromise for you to spend time together. He doesn't like to push up a hill while you glide up how you felt when he was taking you on rides above your capability would he rather you didn't come along at all long jumping reach says not the arsehole it's becoming clear that you don't enjoy and are not great at the sport your boyfriend is being stupid by saying this means you don't respect it which is just really taking himself and his biking way too seriously you should be happy you're buying an e-bike so you can still accompany him on these trips why should his enjoyment hinge on you suffering through something you don't enjoy and one more comment from daisy g who says i'm a cyclist I have my commuter bike for getting around, I don't even own a car, and my gravel bike for leisure rides. And I finished sorting out my bike packing setup for multi-day trips. This is to say, I take my cycling semi-seriously. My mom just bought an electric bike so we can do some cycling trips together. For me, this is a fantastic way to make it feasible for her to join me on rides she couldn't otherwise manage. 
I can't stand cyclists who decide that e-bikes are cheating somehow. It's being ludicrous. Not the asshole, of course. But that ends that one. That last comment, it gave me a flashback to a video I saw once of a... I don't know what race it was, but it was a bike race and this guy to go faster sort of goes in a Superman position. If you Google like, or guy lays down on bike during race or Superman bike or something like that, he absolutely flies down to overtaking people. <laughs> absolutely love that video. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. But just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much. And hopefully we'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <laughs> 